You are listening to PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast, and my name is Point Blank Ivobi. Thanks for taking the time to kick it with me once again. It's yet another week, and I'm enjoying every step of it, and I'm loving the reactions I've been getting for the past couple of episodes. It's even led to even great conversations with people I've been hoping to actually hang out with and actually kick it with. I did a test run of something today that I'm really, really happy about, and it was a test run to see if it's possible for me to make uh, recordings of the calls I make, should I make audio calls to make more conversational episodes come to life because there's a a roster of people I'd like to talk to on this podcast and these roster of individuals are people who I think they to my life they've been a great addition into information that is passed and information that is actually given to me to better myself and to even move further into what I consider career and what I consider greatness and I for one am super stoked about the fact that the entertainment value that is being found with that which are random thoughts that I have, I have on a daily basis and which are inspired by daily writings that I, I consume is a really, really big thing. I was even told about new books I'm supposed to potentially listen to and I intend to add them into my roster of books to to add into the information that I, I get to gain and have my library in my mind be informed by. Other than that, the artwork journey continues. I've been making great progress. In fact, there's some pieces of animation I've been making for one of the clients in 95. And this piece, it demands more frames than others. And the way it looks so far, I think, by me taking the angle to have it more have more frames is to my advantage. And I intend to take full advantage of that. And it's, it's one of those things where I'm pumped because the way the work is looking is to great value. And I'm it shows a degree of prowess in, in how I've, my journey has been in the last couple of years when i was picking up even the things i was supposed to have for dinner tonight and before i got because I, I have no intention of cooking tonight i just wanted to make a couple of episodes and maybe even do some artwork before i uh, pass out because for some reason since sunday evening i haven't been in the most creative of spaces when i get home i think i have a mild version of relaxed demand from my body and my creative angles of things and tonight i'm gonna see if i can ease my way back into making some drawings come to life because i got two pages to finish and i'm going to try my best to actually get that out of the way and also to be inspired to actually have an episode in mind there was no way i wasn't going to record this for you guys to listen to and this one was actually interesting because the individual i was talking to yesterday was a gentleman who has been responsible for the kind of suits i i like wearing bespoke custom made and it made me think back to how in the last couple of months i've been getting myself new commissions of uh, articles of clothing and the weight that comes with that is also born from another beautiful thing i'm getting to experience at the end of the week which is i am back on the boombox stage this friday and boombox is this gig that happens at the alchemist bar in nairobi on parkland's road and this gig is one of those gigs where i thoroughly get to de-escalate anything that i've been may have been putting inside myself and just wanting that energy to just have a place to actually be launched in and it's the perfect angle i get to have of watching a crowd go nuts till six o'clock in the morning from 8 p.m the night before and making them enjoy their happy hour moments and it's 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 really fun when you get to have a friday where you get to rock with with with, with a great audience in nairobi and for those individuals who are out there who've actually got the chance to consume the music that they that they have there it's me dj case dj lisbon and dj cash and we're going to enjoy ourselves we're going to make sure you guys enjoy yourselves as well and whenever it comes to gig night i'm always asking myself what i'm going to rock and it actually was what inspired this episode because 
I remember watching a movie back in the day and the movie was talking about this thing called peacocking. And when I heard about peacocking, it made me start asking questions about why would you use the word peacocks? And for the longest, I had assumed that the colorful peacock was the female peacock, which is a, which is actually not the case. The male peacock is the peacock you see with the feathers uh, and, and the bright rainbow colors and all that, with the big fan of a tail. And by doing so, it attracts the females. And the females are basically gray. They don't have any colors. They look more like kiwis than they look like peacocks. And when I heard about that, it made me ask myself, like, why would that theory be actually brought into how humanity carries itself? And I started thinking about where these pseudo hints of peacocking started being seen. And as a guy who thrives off of enjoying period pieces and old school movies, the story of the dandy and the, and the way he carries himself and the, the way aristocracy would like to be perceived and be looked at and be welcomed and or, or welcoming to the person who's involved in fashion. And why even in, when it comes to fashion, you see most people, they aim at the rich because if the rich are going to wear it, everybody else is going to be so aspired to inspired to aspire that far and wear the same things that they see these aristocrats wear. And when I think about my situation, when I'm on stage, I want to be as flamboyant as possible because I grew up looking at the images from my favorite uh, recording artists and performing artists and when I see how they looked on stage it wasn't their everyday outfit but the way they look on stage is a look you try to adapt into how you want to look on stage when your time comes and I for one won't lie that the only reason why I wear certain pieces of jewelry is because of that when I was younger I would have custom made wood carved pieces that would be the articles of jewelry I would wear because I like playing it according to what I can afford at the time. And if I can afford to have a perfectly carved wooden necklace on, I'll probably just wear the wooden necklace. And I would not I would not deny myself the opportunity to actually rock these articles of clothing. And it, it does sound kind of weird and it kind of sounds uh, pseudo-depressing to most other people. But it, it's, it kind of makes the world go around for me because I like the idea of I'm rocking this outfit and this outfit makes me be perceived as the kind of king and rocker and chief rocker on stage. So I'd have the flashiest of designs but not so flashy that I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. But when I stand on that stage, I want to be the center of attraction and I want to be not only the energy that is boosting you to do even more, but I want to be the energy that you want to emulate and you want to echo and you want to be a part of how far I push it. And these are the little things that actually make me the happiest guy ever, especially when the photographs come out and you want to make sure that you look the sharpest ever. And everybody who's looking at you is actually thinking, yo, if that dude can rock that, I'm probably in the right spot for me to enjoy myself in this particular party. The extent that that even goes into how you want to be seen by an audience when you go to to say social gatherings and everything there's certain articles of clothing which are considered the way you should dress when you go for brunch and when you have, go for that brunch you want to not only be part of what the clique, the, the clique looks like but you also want to be so demanding in their appearance that no, no one would deny you the opportunity to actually be around them Add that to the fact that the scent you wear is also a degree of peacocking. So I've always been trying my level best to get my hands on the coolest scents in the world. Like one scent that has been eluding me forever has been Tom Ford. And it's only been eluding me because I can barely afford it yet. And the keyword here is yet. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't feel threatened by the kind of price tag that the, the, the brand has, but I just feel that there has to be a check allocated to that. And when it goes back to me thinking of what I feel the most comfortable in. Growing up, 
seeing my pup in a suit was the coolest thing ever and i think i've said that before but when i think about it even further the whole idea of even the way i feel when i'm dressed up in a suit there's a way that that subconsciously you hold your head higher and you you have a degree of bravado in even how you you walk into the street and i didn't know i was doing it unconsciously but it was there i could tell that i was actually moving in a certain different way conscious of the fact that i'm wearing this suit another time i'd say that was the clear definition of it is when i looked at the image of the now 62 year old steve harvey and steve harvey has this video that is currently on his timeline if you're on instagram go check it out it's him walking from backstage to the state to the set where he normally does um the price is right i think is the show and the song playing is just like music or it's, I think it's called Music by Eric Sermon. And he's singing along to the song as he's walking and he's strutting away in this shade of red suit and he's walking forward, just owning the moment and just taking it in. And as there's a dominance he feels when he walks forward. And when I was young, I see, I used to see clips of him when he's doing his thing and his suit was super, super baggy. And for the time that that existed, I know I had a hand-me-down that had me looking kind of like that. And... When he got older, now the suits were even more fitting. Like the, the the way, the swagger that comes with how he dresses himself is one of those things where I'm like, I'd mess with that. And then, now take it from me as a person who in most cases when I'm doing an event, I'm supposed to be in a t-shirt or a hoodie and whatever. The new look that actually has me, my attention again is not even a new look per se. It's an old look that's just been revived again. And it's this look of throwback jerseys, fitting jeans and and sneakers on and with a fitted cap at the top and that's a look that used to be like the dominant new york look and the guys who brought that look back for me have been the record label griselda and when i see them it's nostalgia but updated because back in the day the jerseys used to be super duper baggy and it was embarrassing to have that look but then you bring it into the present and the look is even more entertaining to look at if that sounds weird i apologize but it, it literally does feel like it's an entertaining angle to have yourself be this fashionable time stricken individual because my late 90s and early 2000s consumption of music and the way you carried yourself it all carried forward in what you need to do and Peacocking does get affected, especially in my lifestyle, because on, on occasion I have to work late nights and on, on those occasions I have to work late nights, sometimes I'm in the office and I don't have the chance to go home and change or clean myself up. And every time those moments come, I'd, I'd, instead of feeling embarrassed, I just giggle and play the song by Jay-Z, Never Change. And I think the funny thing is the part where they say, it's a line I think, Kanye West put in the song because it's a beat that he produced that was out hustling same clothes for days and when I heard that line it tripped me out and I, so I, I, I still laugh about it because I know that feeling that feeling of I want to be able to execute this thing but I still want to be able to look good and look fancy but the flashy moments I reserve those flashy moments for when I'm going on stage and that kind of changed dynamic when the tv life got involved in my existence and since we now live in a world where everything has to be visually consumed i have no choice but to back all that by having the perfect outfit to match that which needs to be executed so in my case for example since in most cases when i when i was doing the tv show 
at the drop of a hat, you'd be asked to come on set and make a recording. And you're in the office. There's no time for you to go back to the crib and then pick up whatever outfit you're going to wear. Because sometimes when I'm going to work on a daily basis, I, I, I underdress to a certain extent. I don't wear as flashy a set of colors. I don't try to bring as much attention to myself. But since now, sometimes it could be at the drop of a hat. It's like Mission Impossible. I end up having to change my wardrobe every so often. I think I mentioned that earlier in, in this podcast on a, on a couple of episodes back that I have to overhaul my closet every so often. I have to overhaul the stuff that I wear because if certain pieces of clothing have brands on them, I can't be on camera with them because I'm supporting a brand and literally getting the company that's making this product have to pay rights or pay for the fact that they're advertising somebody who is not involved in the particular show. So it's it's if you've ever asked yourself why in most cases you see individuals on, on camera never really wearing a brand that you can actually say what the brand name is, it's because if it had to be tied to certain brands, those brands could claim advertising. And that's not the case. And so in my case, I do like having outfits sometimes that have a brand on them and a design actually plastered on the, on the brand or, or the outfit I'm wearing and it doesn't work to my advantage if I don't have a way to cover it up should I need to be on camera but on the days where I'm, I'm just doing a gig or whatever I can do whatever I need to do as far as my outfits go but here's another part that actually gets affected when it comes to peacocking and this is the part where I know many will disagree with what I say brand names as far as Shoes, I don't mind certain brands. Like I'd wear a brand if I long, as long as I feel like that shoe kind of represents the kind of look I'm going for, the kind of swag I'm trying to carry. As far as articles of clothing, I'm not as married. I'd give less of a damn about the brand I'm wearing as far as clothes are concerned, but for the shoe, it's different. There's a specific kind of Nike I want to rock, I'm going to buy that Nike. There's a specific kind of Converse, a specific kind of van, I'm going to buy those specific brands, I'm going to rock those specific brands. But when it comes to articles of clothing, it's different. I've never owned anything Gucci, I've never owned anything Versace, I've never I've, I've never gone that deep into it. There's certain brands that I, I literally wear them because, yo, is it Kenyan made? Yeah, I'll wear that. If I mess with how it looks and the kind of way it carries itself, I'm going to wear that. Like one article of clothing, I still, like, I really want to get the money together because it still hasn't come out. But believe it or not, there is a check I'm aiming to get. And when that check arrives, I'm walking into wherever Bongo Sour has their stuff and I'm buying as much stuff as possible. Because not only is that a local brand that has a unique feel to it, but... The guy who designs it is a person who I have had the privilege of knowing this person forever. And that he did it in a way that I never even expected it is the best thing ever. Because when, when I was told it was his brand, I was even more elated because it means they know what they're doing. Chili Mango is another brand. They do what they need to do and they're taking care of what they need to do. And I'm trying to work in partnership with Ring Me Clothing to, to make a couple of things in support of the podcast because the podcast is moving faster and faster into the 200s and I'd like to be able to have products that people could buy to be even tied to that which is what we create. And I'm not trying to make just typical cliche material. I'm trying to make stuff that would stand the test of time in the mind frame of the people who actually consume that which I create. And it's only fair to you as the audience that enjoys this podcast to have material that is put out that makes you 
glad that you purchased it. And if I can't do that for you, then of what good am I to the world of the creative mind? And these are the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> and long story short, the best thing about peacocking is you still have to find a way to get the attraction of the people who will appreciate who you are. And your persona is the b biggest selling point that you have as far as what you rock and what you wear and what you put out into the world. And I think that's the one thing that I give great respect to Blankets and Wine, Nairobi Thrift Social, and Nairobi R&B, The Alchemist, as, as an entire establishment. And I, lo I look at these spaces and I think about the kind of fashion statements that are being made in the time. And I gotta admit, there's a freedom that comes from everything I see as far as what people rock out there. I don't feel as if anyone is intimidated to be dressed up in a different outfit. They probably just feel intimidated by those who don't have the openness to accept that there, there is so many ways you could dress yourself. I mean, the last gig I rocked at the Alchemist, I wore a t-shirt that said, God is Kenyan. And it's a brand I actually you know the person who's the proprietor of it. And she she suggested it and it came with a button and a perfect cap and everything. I, I loved rocking that on stage, especially because of the look that guys would have watching me on stage rocking that t-shirt. And I do not take for granted that by me rocking that, I ended up making people even push themselves further into their curiosities of what they would rock. Hopefully it led to sales to the to the proprietor of that brand and hopefully in the different outfits I intend to rock in the future I'll be able to rock the different Kenyan brands that I've mentioned here and long story short I'm glad I have the freedom to say that I rock and everything I enjoy rocking. I mean lately what I'm, I'm enjoying is sweat, sweat jackets and everything and sweatsuits and like I'm going for comfort more than anything. It's probably clear result of me being older and older as I go but the cool thing is I'm coming from a genuine place to myself as I do it but I will tell you this buddy I do intend to get myself some more suits my job doesn't really entail me rocking suits but I love rocking suits and I love how I look in a suit trust me when I tell you this I kill it in a suit <laughs> and I'm gonna bring that back I guarantee it for you and who knows maybe in the future you'll see a boombox show that has me all dappered up on stage but that's the cool thing that gets to happen so don't forget this friday when you get the chance come through the 24th of january if i'm not mistaken 24th of january make sure you make your way to the alchemist bar come here with your boy there's also something else that's happening on the 31st of january i do know you're going to enjoy that one as well and it's going to be one of those throwback gems that i'm going to be a part of and the legends are going to be out there and i hope to actually rock the stage with the legends on that same night so say with me good people be caesar or be nothing at all thank you very very much for taking the time to support the podcast listen to the podcast consume the podcast and share the podcast from across the globe wherever you are i bid you adieu and until next time una